Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to have our coaches clipboards for all four teams dropping tomorrow. So Friday content, stay tuned for all of that. Today though, we're going to have a quick chat this afternoon about the Penrith Panthers versus the Parramatta Eels. Now I'll go in depth on the game and the players tomorrow in the coaches clipboard. But for me, I was sitting there thinking today and I was weighing up the pros and cons for each side and I was sitting there thinking... Which of these teams is under more pressure? Which team is going to be further up shit creek without a paddle if they lose this game of football? And it's a really hard one. You know, there's arguments either way. When I look at Parramatta, obviously they are a team who are well known for finishing fourth, fifth, sixth, around that mark, like definitely being a top eight team. No doubt about that. But also never really contesting properly for a premiership. Always being contenders in the top eight, but not really contenders to take out the premiership. And we've spoken a lot this year about the Paramount Eagles wanting to take that next step. And the only way to take that next step is to take that next step, to be able to knock over teams in the finals. Now, guys like Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, they've only won one finals game, which of course was a couple of years ago against the Broncos. They put a heap of points on them. We were all very impressed at the time. You remember the day after the Broncos came out, they were on the poker machines, they were on the drink the night before, whatever it might be. But I think more importantly... That was the last game the Broncos played before they completely fell to shit. In fact, it was sort of the beginning of the end for the Brisbane Broncos as we as we knew them for those X amount of years before that. It, it took us into the 2020 season and, of course, this season as well. 2020, they got the wooden spoon. The last game before they played before 2020 kicked off was, of course, that first week of finals against the Parramatta Eels where Parramatta gave it to them. So, much as... Yes, the Parramatta Eels, a lot of these guys have won a finals game. I mean, it might be the most irrelevant of all the finals wins ever, possibly. Yeah, that Brisbane Broncos team was pretty dog shit. Uh, They obviously went on to do what they did. We don't really put too much weighing on that, and I think that's fair realistically. Now, this year, they've done really well, Parramatta. They faded off in the back end. They had a tough run. We all saw this coming. Uh, They probably got through that tough run better than what I anticipated they would, especially with that win over the Melbourne Storm. I, for one, did not see that coming in any way, shape, or form. And they definitely said to the rest of the competition on that day, hey, we're going to compete this year. We're going to have a red-hot crack. We then came into the finals. They lined up against the Newcastle Knights in week one. The Knights, who, whilst they weren't the worst team in the top eight because the Gold Coast Titans were by a country mile, They were the second worst team, in my opinion. Um, Realistically, I think this year should have been a top six, not a top eight. I think there's only really been six teams that have played well enough 
to deserve to play finals footy, to be perfectly honest with you. I wouldn't have the Knights as one of those, but you've got to pick eight teams. There wasn't a grand total of eight teams that have been playing footy that's worth playing finals this year. The Knights were the next closest, so it's a fair cop. But the Parramatta Eels, they beat them last week. They had a bit of controversy fall their way, but that's going to happen in footy. I thought they were the better team anyway, to be perfectly honest with you. I think that their team isn't at its very best either. You're obviously missing Reed Marnie. Uh, they didn't pick their two second rowers, which I found very intriguing. Ryan Madison and Papa Lee. So they've made a couple of changes and whatnot, uh, but they got the job done there. Obviously, Will Penasini came in at centre. He did really well, really handled Bradman best well and sort of gave him a bit of a bath in attack as well. So a good game all round for Parramatta, a game I thought they deserved to win, but is that game against Newcastle the game where we all sit up and go, ooh, Parramatta, they've turned the corner. I don't think so. An impressive win, don't get me wrong. Uh, definitely an impressive win. One that I, 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 I tipped them to win, but I thought it was 50-50 because you know who Parramatta are. You know that come finals time, you don't tend to see the best rugby league out of them. So no doubt about it, a good win, but not a good enough win against a good enough opposition for us to go, okay, you know what? The Parramatta Eels are the real deal. They have the opportunity to do that this weekend. And in my opinion, they're sitting in a really good spot for it. The beauty of what the Parramatta Eels have done the last few weeks is that they rested guys in the last round of the regular season. Penrith didn't. When I watched that game last week, granted the Penrith Panthers played a harder opposition, but just in general, they looked very tired to me. The, the Parramatta Eels, they look to be the complete opposite. They look to be bouncing up and down as much as they didn't dominate Newcastle, they look like at the back end of that game, they still had plenty more in the tank to me. So it is a big advantage for the Parramatta Eels. They seem to have a bit more uh, momentum, a bit more high tempo at the moment, but the Penrith Panthers have been the better side for a long time. Now, when I look at this Parramatta Eels side, I think, you know what? If they could potentially knock over the Penrith Panthers this week and go into a prelim final, I think it would make a lot of people sit up. It would definitely make me sit up. As I said, I think the Penrith Panthers are looking very tired. I give the Parramatta Eels a real chance to win this competition. Uh, sorry, to win this game. Fuck, not competition. To win this game. And if they do win this game, they then take on the Melbourne Storm. Now, they're the only team to beat the Melbourne Storm twice this year, which is an incredible effort. So they would come into that game with a lot of confidence. But for me, I think for Brad Arthur as well, this is the sort of game that we've always expected the Parramatta Eels to lose. This is the sort of game where if you would have said to us before a ball was kicked over the last three seasons, how are Parramatta going to go? I would have said, you know what? They'll finish fourth. They'll look sensational in the regular season. We'll question, is this the year? Are they going to end the drought? If they turn the corner, then they'll get to finals footy they'll play a decent opposition and they'll shit the bed and you won't see them again. Now, they have the opportunity to change that narrative this weekend, which I legitimately think that they can do. But if they don't, where does this leave Parramatta? Is, does this leave everyone else just saying, well, it's the same old Parramatta. They haven't gained anything. They haven't improved. They've stayed stagnant. In fact, we saw them play a heap of top four teams in the last six weeks. Yes, they beat Melbourne, but outside of that, it was pretty grim, realistically. They beat the Newcastle Knights in week one, same as they beat the Broncos a couple of years ago. Then they came up against a real contender and they got dusted there again. I spoke this morning on the news clip about Brad Arthur. The, the board has come out and given their full support. That is always a red flag. If you understand rugby league, you understand that that is a board saying, eh, I don't know about it. We'll see how we go. If they come out and they have to give you their full support, they're talking out of their ass. Let's be perfectly honest here. You don't see the Melbourne Storm come out and give their full support for Craig Bellamy. The Roosters don't give their full support behind Trent Robinson because they don't need to. There's no need to address it. Whereas the Parramatta Eels, they feel the need 
to address it. That is telling you the real story here that Brad Arthur is definitely under pressure. If they lose this game, realistically, Brad Arthur has achieved more than the vast majority of coaches in this league. He's got the very best out of a number of guys. But if you're not able to take your team to that next step deeper into finals, they probably have got to start to look around and look elsewhere. So I think it does put a lot of pressure on the Paramount Eels if they lose this game. And it's sort of... It sort of just proves to everyone that they're still the team that everyone thought they were. Now, obviously, the Parramatta Eels, you can tell by the way they're playing, the way they have played, the way they've been talking. They don't believe that they are this finals week two at absolute best footy side. They believe that they can go further. So it's a really big opportunity for them to prove a lot of people wrong, including myself, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I, I think that they've landed in a good spot here to take on a tired Panthers, but I'm still not convinced that Parramatta is going to stand up on this big stage. And I'm happy to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I want to see Nathan Brown, Isaiah Papali'i, Ryan, you know, Ryan Madison, Mitch Moses, some of my favorite players in the league are playing for Parramatta. I want them to be successful. I just can't see it happening just yet. But the Parramatta Eels, they would be looking at this week against the Tide Panthers going, this is a real opportunity for us. And then we go down to play the Melbournes or we go up to Queensland to play the Melbourne Storm, who, yes, they've had a week off, but we've dusted them twice this year. We're the team they don't want to play. So a really good opportunity for the Parramatta Eels to shut a lot of people up, including myself. But if they don't, it is going to be a lot of pressure on them. Once again, there will be a lot of judgmental comments coming out, people getting stuck into Parramatta, Brad Arthur being under pressure again. So there's a lot that goes into this game for the Parramatta Eels. I look over the other side of the park, Penrith Panthers. They've had an unreal two years. And as I've been saying for the last 18 months or so, this team has always worried me a little bit that they could be a footy side that achieves so much without achieving anything. And that's what I'm a little bit worried about. I mean, I know every time I've said it, I had people messaging me. I had, oh, I had a couple of death threats early in the year from Panthers fans telling me that uh, I was crazy and they were going to kill me, this and that, and that, that, whatever. But this is what happens. Teams get tired. Yeah, and Penrith, they do look tired to me at the moment. And the way that I look at this, or the way that I will look at it, let's say they lose. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. to the Parramatta Eels this weekend. Now, what does that mean? They go out in week two of the finals. They go out in straight sets. We've seen numerous champion teams do this. I remember watching the Dragons in 09 do this. They returned the year after. They won the premiership. The difference is that the Penrith Panthers really came from nowhere last year. They went all the way to the grand final, and they've hardly lost any games of football over the last two years. Over the last two years... Actually, we'll, we'll start with 2020 first. So in 2020, they won 20 from 23 games. They only had two losses. They had one draw against Newcastle. But of course, one of those losses came in the grand final when it matters. They finished last season winning 20 from 23 games. An unreal strike record there. They won two out of their three finals games. So they were winning finals games at 66% there. In the regular season, they won 18 from 20 games. 18 from 20. Sorry, 17 from 20 it is. Very impressive. So you're going at about an 85% strike rate. 
We get to 2021. This year, they've played 26 games so far. They've won 21 of them. Yeah? They've now played one finals game. They've lost one of those. If they were to lose... If they were to lose this week against the Parramatta Eels, that would be two losses in a row. That would bring their grand total of a percentage over the last two years in finals footy to 40%. Now, when you look at their regular season, it's sitting at about 81%, 85% around that mark, which is a pretty big drop. That's more than a 50% cut between the regular season and the finals, which I understand that's probably not fair to make that comparison. But when you're winning that many regular season matches, you want that to transfer over to a premiership. You need it to transfer over to a premiership. I've spoken about the Buffalo Bills. It's a big thing in NFL, the missing rings. This team that was so good for so long. They were at the top for so long, but they never came home with that premiership. We've got a couple of teams like this in the NRL. I mean, you look at the 01 Eels. How they on earth didn't they win a premiership during that era? Uh, you look at like the Roosters. Yes, they won in 02, but 03, 04. They probably should have won a premiership there as well. You look at the Canberra Raiders over the last three years. Their premiership window has probably just closed as well. They definitely should have got a premiership during that time. There's the Warriors of the early 2000s. They will always regret not taking home that 2002 premiership. They could have done it in 2000 a couple of years around that mark. The Cronulla Sharks around that same period at that time as well. These things in rugby league, they happen. These times, they come and go. The North Sydney Bears right up there for the vast majority of the years in the 90s and stuff just couldn't get past that prelim final. And I I fear that Penrith could become one of these sides, to be honest with you. And I said this during the season, as I said, got a heap of pushback because they were the popular guys and they were playing great football and it was fantastic to see. But if you're not able to translate it into finals footy, You have to be a little bit worried about these sides. And if Penrith managed to lose this game, that'll mean they've won 41 from 47 games in the last two years. They've lost six games of football in two seasons and haven't won a premiership, which will be devastating for the Penrith Panthers. And unfortunately, with the reality of rugby league and how it works, they don't win this season. They're going to go into next season under a heap of pressure because they're going to have to win next year or it's going to become very difficult because there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to come off contract. We know Viliami Kikau is going to go. We know Abby Curacao, he potentially could be leaving as well. They've got to make a decision between Stephen Crichton and Dylan Edwards. So there's going to be a bit of change there. They're still going to have a really good side. Don't get me wrong. Nathan Cleary, Isaiah Yo, Leota, James Fisher-Harris, Liam Mann, these sort of guys, you can build around them forever. But we've already seen Matt Burton leave. Brent Naden's leaving now. Kikau is going to leave eventually. Kurosawa could leave. As I said, all these guys, they're going to start to make their way. Joshy Mansour and uh, James Tarmo have already left. Uh, and this is what I said at the start of the season. I'm a little bit worried that they could lack a bit of experience in the back end. And I think they did lack it the other night against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And they might be lacking it this week as well. So a huge game for both these sides. For me, I look at the Parramatta Eels. If they lose this, they've just proven to everyone that doubted them, that they're the team they thought they were. And it's going to be a really tough offseason for Parramatta and Brad Arthur because they're going to look around and go, well, we've tried this three or four years in a row. We've got the same result. Are we crazy to keep doing the same thing? Are we just going to keep getting the same result? Or do we need to shake things up, blow up our systems and start again? Do we want to finish fifth forever? Do we want to blow it up and try and win the comp, but potentially risk dropping further down? It's a really tough situation to be in. Are you happy to be fifth? They're they're a club that has spent plenty of time at the bottom of the ladder. They know how shit that is. Maybe they're happy just being relevant and chipping away at what they're doing. I don't know. 
But there's got to be a lot of internal question marks around this side if they don't win this game this weekend. I think there was all season this year. I think off the back of last year and the year before that, those question marks have always been there. Whether the Parramatta Eels want to tell you that or not, whether they're talking about it or not, I'm sure the vast majority of the guys in that club are sitting there going, well, have we got the team to go to that next step? Have we got the guys in our spine that are ready to dominate over guys like Cam Munster, over guys like Nathan Cleary, over guys like DCE? Do we have the guys that are ready to step up and go to that next level because they haven't done it yet? I look at the Penrith Panthers. They've been fantastic the last two years, one of the best footy sides we've ever seen. But they could be one of the best footy sides to not win a premiership. And if it's not going to be this year, it has to be next year. Or after that, it's going to be really difficult. Because in rugby league, you pay for being successful. The way that you pay for it is you lose players. They go up in value and other clubs want to pinch them. You can't afford to keep all your guys that prove to be really successful. And you start to lose guys. We've already seen Tamo. We've already seen Mansell. We've now seen Burton. We've seen Naden. Kikau will follow soon. Abby Curacao could be another one. We've mentioned these guys a few times. This is a massive game for both of these clubs. Both of these clubs need to win this game of football. And to be honest with you, they need to win this game of football. Even if they don't win the week after, if they win this game of football, at least for the Parramatta Eels, it makes them a little bit relevant. They've shown that they can t- they've can they taken a step forward instead of staying stagnant like they have for the last few years. For the Penrith Panthers, they need to give themselves a hope of being able to go back there. It's going to be tough for the Panthers to get over this Eels side and then take on a rested Melbourne Storm side. As I always say, you never want to play a team with a good coach off a week off. They do extra tape. They do extra stuff. Study, they're more prepared than they ever have been and it can be serious Barney rubble and that's not even mentioning of course that all their players are well rested unlike the Penrith Panthers or the Parramatta Eels big week for both of these clubs I think they're both under an immense amount of pressure to win this game of football and personally I can't decide which one's under more pressure <laughs> <laughs> 